Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Dynamite review here on the Wrestle Talk podcast channel. I am Luke Owen, DAD, and I'm joined by your new Jam That Champion, Shopper Pete Quinnell. Because I did lose it quite emphatically. Oh, it was decisive. Oh, it was WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I basically lost it after night one, but night mm-hmm. two really did put a nice little full stop there. You did pick Cody as your Joker. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did that yep. work out for me? Joker Rhodes. Good, I guess. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast channel. Please do press the subscribe button, give us a little thumbs up. Uh, let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments down below. Are you excited for? All In, the return of All In, not only that, it's AEW's Dynamite, no, it's AEW's debut in London, baby! They're coming to the UK, everyone, and if you are watching live, thank you for watching live, uh, get in your Omega chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support, we're going to read out all of them above the five US dollar levels. Now, there is... There's a bit of a running gag, uh, mm-hmm. which is Tony Khan has a huge announcement. Yes. Uh, and oftentimes, they're not. Oftentimes, it's in Winnipeg. O- oftentimes, it's just, yeah, we're doing a show here. Yep. Or it's, uh, hey, we've got this brand new TV show that's going to mm-hmm. be debuting. And yeah. Adam Cole will be making his professional wrestling match. Yes. It is, it's a Dixie Carter tactic. Mm-hmm. It's like a proper TNA thing of like Dixie Carter to make a huge announcement. It's because a bit of a, a ratings boost. Mm. The hilarious thing is, always works like, yeah like, there's always a spike in viewership whenever AEW say like we've got a huge announcement this week there's like hmm, little okay. uptick of, uh, of curious this week curious it's casual audience mm. i guess to be like oh i wonder what this huge announcement is but of course you can go to the world too many times and you can look at tna so i think a lot of people went into this one being like huh you know i'm not really that i'm sure it'll be cool we on the wrestlemania live reactions on night two someone sent a message in being like what do you think is the the big announcement and we were just like eh, i'll wait and see yeah the last few have been like fine been whatever so i didn't really have like a whole heap of expectations going uh into this one i did say on the wrestlemania lives i was like ah 
probably a UK show. Mm-hmm. And that'd be cool because I actually thought the last huge announcement would be a UK show. It's probably yep. at Craven Cottage, mm-hmm. probably at Wembley SSE or something mm-hmm. like that. They'll yep. book like a you know a, a sort of fifteen thousand seat uh, arena. Yep. Probably probably not the O2. No. They'll probably just book like a nice uh, Wembley SSE. I thought that's what Progress did. Mm-hmm. So like they'll probably book something like that, and it'll be a fun show, and we'll mm-hmm. have a grand time. Yep. That is not what got announced. No. What got announced by not only Tony Khan but Nigel McGuinness, who uh, has been part of Ring of Honor, well, he's part of the the last pay per view that mm-hmm. they did uh, as part of the commentary team, and he's like they interviewed him as an AEW broadcaster. So yes. Nigel McGuinness was backstage with him to announce that. It's the return of All In. I should probably do this like Tony Carr, but I can't not blink for that long. (laughs) (laughs) Staring down the barrel of the legs. AEW once had a thing, and it was the industry specialist of of, of independent wrestling. You you can see his eyes darting back and forth because he's reading reading the the auto cue. It's a hard thing to do to to read a prompter and make it look natural. And make it look like you're not reading it. You have to use your (laughs) peripheral vision. It's really strange. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people give us enough credit, Pete. No, for, I know. For doing the Wrestle Talk news. You're right. We are great. We're, you know, Pete, I think we're bloody brilliant. We're great at our job. Yeah. And people should respect us more. We are we are better at doing the Wrestle Talk news than Tony Khan ever would be. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> eat that, Tony. Yeah. You TK. May, you may be able to do a lot of things, but I'd like to see you come into this studio. When you come to London, in fact. <laughs> I'm going to invite you, TK. <laughs> When you come to London, present an episode of the Wrestle Talk News. And try and make it look natural. Yeah. This is what we do, Tony. It's <laughs> funny, we staring down the barrel of the nose. AEW, I'm coming. And there's Nigel McGuinness going to be like, oh, so throw back to me. I can do this bit. <laughs> Throws it back to, to Nigel McGuinness. And they announced that all in. Mm. The pay-per-view that was like the genesis of AEW, so like back in 2018, which was done by Cody Rhodes, the Bucks, and to a lesser extent Omega, but it was very much, it was Rhodes and and the Young Bucks uh, deal, uh, that it's going to be coming to London mm-hmm. on August 27th Yep, to celebrate 100 years of Wembley Stadium. Like even when I read it this morning, I, th- I read Arena. I read, I, read, <laughs> yeah. I read the SSE. Yeah, Wembley Arena is very different. And then I saw the picture. I was like, that looks like Wembley Stadium. <laughs> it is Wembley Stadium. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're not aware, if you're, you're not a, 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 you know, don't know a lot about British arenas mm. in the same way that I know nothing about American arenas. I don't know anything about the Crypto.com <laughs> no, not arena, no. Smoothie King Center. But I know a little bit about British stadiums because, you know, the football. Way. Hey. Football. Football. Wembley Stadium was the host of SummerSlam 92. Mm. This is a huge, huge building. 90,000 seats capacity. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, when you've got the ring in and you've got the entrance way in, which means you're cutting off like one quarter of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, and you'll just have like the two thirds. People have floor seats as well, like mm-hmm. on the pitch and that. Yeah. It's probably going to be 80,000. About that. Let's have a look. What was what was SummerSlam ninety two? You you fill for a bit of time while I just Google yeah. this. Well, the thing with with uh, this size of arena is that this is drastically bigger than anything AEW's done before. The largest they had, I believe, was Grand Slam, right? Is that the biggest yeah. arena they've done? Yeah, the one in Arthur Ashe. Yeah, it was like twenty five. I don't even think it was that big. I was think it? I think it was like fifteen to sixteen thousand or something like that. I'll have a look. Yeah, please. Uh, regardless. This is like tens of thousands bigger than anything AEW's done before. The first proper stadium they've done. This is a huge deal. Yeah, it's 27,000 fans for Grand Slam. 
20,000. What did I say? 27. Sorry, because I saw a set. You saw a set. It's 20,177. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. So, thank you yeah, so 20,000. That was the 2021 one. So and SummerSlam 92 was 80,300. Yeah. So it is four times. four times the size. Wild. It's huge. Yeah. Like this is legit massive, mm -hmm. massive news. Yeah. Because this isn't just doing a show in London. Mm -hmm. This is doing a show as big as you possibly can do yeah. in London. You're yeah. looking to sell out, you know, or at least get close to 80,000 fans. And it's, you know, which is funny, really, because that was what WWE just did mm. this past weekend on both nights of WrestleMania. It was like mm -hmm. 80 odd thousand fans or whatever it was. I mean, like it's. So they said. WWE's, we'll, we'll know the, the actual number, you know, soon enough. But it's, yeah. it's pretty close still to 80,000 yeah. fans. Absolutely. They are looking to do something that wwe could do mm -hmm. if they sell this out so okay, okay do you think they can i think they can i don't know whether they will i think they will regardless they will come close i think you might be looking at something like 40 to fifty thousand on the first day yeah i reckon, I reckon there's gonna be a huge appetite to start with 100 the pre-sale will be huge massive massive interest from the off like you, you when you look at like stuff like clash at the castle yeah you know that the appetite is there for uk fans for wrestling and granted this is a different company i totally get that but when you have a big wrestling show at wembley people are going to be interested in it regardless i think there's going to be huge interest in it to start with i think the thing that will take that take that over the edge into a proper sellout yep is putting on an amazing card yeah. and that's where i think the not necessarily the issue might come in it's the fact that this is taking place the week before All Out. Yeah. I mean, that, that's only from a pay-per-view business. I think it's going to be very interesting. Very interesting, because you don't want this to be a setup show for All Out. You don't want it to be, here's a tag match of two babyfaces and two heels, and they're having singles matches at All Out, you know? Yeah. You could do that, but it feels more like... A big house show. What you want this to be is you almost want it to be Mania Night 1, Night 2. Yes. So, like, it's all in is the, not the precursor to All Out. It is, they are the same show. And if you're sending this as a pay-per-view, you'd say it as a bundle. Mm. So you buy this and you also get this. Mm. You know, peeling back the curtain somewhat, we were going to be doing a WrestleMania party. But unfortunately, it kind of all fell through at the last minute, which is why we didn't put tickets out on sale, because we were concerned. We basically pulled the plug in the end. We mm -hmm. like... The train strikes kind of put us off. And yep. there was a couple of other things. We were like, you know, let's pull the plug on this. We'll just save this and we'll do it in another time. Mm -hmm. But the idea that I had for that was that we would sell dual tickets. Mm -hmm. You could like, there will be a certain number of tickets that you buy and you get night one and night two. Attendance for night one and night two. If I was AEW and, you know, I'm looking at five to one of the pay-per-view providers, that's probably what I would do with this mm -hmm. is do you buy all in and you get all out? Yeah. I, I think it, it may be like, you know, you pay slightly more than yeah. your average pay-per-view price. Exactly. But you get two pay-per-views. Which is not the same as buying two pay-per-views separate. You get a bit of a discount on that. I think it, it might be a hard sell. AEW's fan base is, of course, very loyal. Um, but two pay-per-views back-to-back is going to be difficult. And I also think that might harm the live attendance of the show, simply because I think there's going to be some people who are based in potentially America who otherwise would have traveled to the UK to go to the show, but go, oh, actually, I'm going to All Out next week. I'll stay back for this one. Yeah, you've got to make the choice, really, I suppose, mm -hmm. haven't you, about whether you want to fly over here yeah. and then fly back to Chicago. Mm -hmm. like Because that's you know, it's a holiday, yeah. really, for some people. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe you could go back and work for a couple of days and then fly back. It'd be tiring as yeah. well. It'd be really, really busy. And I think there's some people who, you know, uh, there's some people who would 
um who would want that who would want to do both you know uh, i saw that as yeah, well. yeah yeah so hello well, hello aew hi aew in the chat uh oliver davis is not well uh, he's, today. he's ill he's, Sorry. he's ill today he's not yeah. been he's not been around for the last few days uh and also if you didn't see it earlier uh we put out an open challenge to tony khan to present <laughs> an episode of the wrestle talk news while so, he's in london so while he's in london do you know what? i might even extend it out to anyone on the aew roster Anyone, anyone on the AEW roster, you want to come in here and try and present the Wrestle Talk news? Mm-hmm. Oh, what if we had an AEW roster challenge for the championship <laughs> at All In? I think they'll be wrestling, Luke. Well, if they're not on the card, <laughs> any wrestler, any wrestler not booked for the All In card, yeah. can challenge for the championship. Great, in a predictions warfare. You're putting my title on the line. Hey, you might not be champion well, by that point. Might not. I will be. <laughs> uh, but yeah, get TK to present an episode of the news. Please. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers, AEW. Sorry, yeah, I interrupted you. I don't know what I was saying. Well, I think we can talk about the idea of the, the traveling crowd. Yes. Because, Sorry, yes. Because it's not just, you know, people coming from America. Mm. We are in Europe. Yes. So we could have people traveling. Uh, don't, know if you fi- don't think we're in Europe anymore, <laughs> Luke. Because <laughs> of Brexit. <laughs> don't want your no woke liberal... <laughs> We're in Europe nonsense round here, mate. We don't use Euros. I think I think you'll find leave means leave. <laughs> well, we are part of Europe. So which means we could have people traveling down from Scotland, yes. from Wales, mm. Northern Ireland, Ireland, as well as Spain, Germany, France, Italy, the Scandinavian countries mm-hmm. as well. Like, you know, um Maggie from mm-hmm. Fightful Select has been talking about, you know, coming in from Belgium. So Bulgaria. Uh, sorry, Bulgaria even. Sorry, what was I thinking? I think I got B's and I got the confused. <laughs> Sorry, Maggie. <laughs> uh, Uncle, Uncle Bulgaria. Yeah. And um, she's coming from Uncle Bulgaria. Yeah. And I think that there is a chance that there will be quite a lot of traveling fans from mm. Europe who will yeah. want to come across to that. Absolutely. Whether or not that will get you over that 90 line is to be seen. Bear it in mind as well. So I had another quick, uh, another quick Googling live on mm-hmm. here. Money in the Bank. Uh, sorry, um, Clash of the Castle, Clash of Clans last year yep. was 62,000 mm-hmm. in the Principality Stadium. That sold out in like a day, right? Yeah, I think that sold out. That was one of those pre-sale, like right. more or less sold out in the pre-sale, mm-hmm. definitely sold out on the actual like, you know, day yeah. tickets went out of sale. Money in the Bank sold out, mm-hmm. I think, basically through the pre-sale. Basically instantly, yeah. I don't know what... Like, granted, that's the O2. That is the O2. It's much smaller. It is, but... mu- it is much smaller, but what I'm saying is like there is an appetite for a, like for a WWE fan base, there mm-hmm. is a appetite for a show of this size mm-hmm. but we haven't had this for aew because they have done shows in um canada mm-hmm. and across america but have this is their first show in the uk mm-hmm. now aew has got a fairly large base of viewership here Absolutely. because it's shown for free on tv on itv granted it's on a dog ass time slot it's on like 11 p.m on a friday so it's two mm-hmm. days after dynamite has ed yeah but yet it draws better ratings than Raw, SmackDown, NXT does here in the UK because those are behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. Those are behind a BT Sport paywall, whereas Dynamite is free. It's just, you could just anyone who has a TV has access to ITV. Yeah. So I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how much of those because that is like over a hundred thousand views it does every week. Mm. I think if the top man is like one hundred forty in some cases. So you can make the argument. Well, right there, there's ninety thousand seats can be sold. But it's how many of those can you convert into mm-hmm. sales? How many are uh, those are actual just people who just got TV on? Because yeah. it's Friday at 11 and I've just got the mm. telly on. Totally. I'm so curious to see. I wonder if we do a poll. 
Let's do a poll. Let's do a poll, everyone. Mod Mother, if you can hear us, um, can you please put up a poll? Do you think All In will sell out? Yes or no? All In will sell out. Oh, that's very nice. That's the, I said exactly the same thing as you. I just said it a different way. Well, that's sometimes. Well, again, that's, that's, magic. The, that's the delivery. That's what Tony won't that's, be able to that's do. That's the magic of presentation right there. That's what Tony won't be able to do when he comes in and stands on that green screen. Professional. Like Blackball Combat Club. Exactly. Professional. We're not amateurs around here. <laughs> amateurs. We're professionals. So yeah, I, I think this is very, very exciting. Uh, I. I'm very curious to see whether it can sell out. I'm yeah. also doubly curious now with the because Anthony Bowens was the person mm-hmm. who more or less confirmed. Like Will Washington had you know put up some tweets and stuff about it, but someone just asked Anthony Bowens and mm-hmm. he claimed directly, "Does this mean that all out isn't happening this year?" And mm. He was like, "No, it is. It's happening. It's the week after. It's the week after. Yeah. So two pay per views in a week. Pete, question for you, Luke. Hit me with your rhythm stick. So obviously TK has wanted to do a UK show for a long time. Mm-hmm. They were apparently going to be doing a UK show in 2020, but oh, then, yeah. you know, pandemic happened the and world all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is obviously something that they've wanted to do for a long time. TK has said as much that he's been, he's wanted to do this for years. And this legitimately is a huge milestone for the company. Um, do you think he's done Wembley for a very specific reason? Because he's been waiting to hear back from one very specific wrestler and seeing if he's come back into the fold. <sighs> that wrestler, of course, being Miro. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I know, I know what you mean. Kip uh, Sabian. <laughs> Hometown boy. Hometown boy. Well, just get Dab. <laughs> Dab, enough. Dab lives down the road from Wembley Stadium. Like, it's, it's, he doesn't even have to pay cab fare. Dan can walk to it. Oh, man, I don't know. Like... Because that's someone yeah. that would sell out the stadium. It, yeah, CM Punk's first match, even like not even his first match back. But I mean, he could you could say it would be his first match, but it's only going to be his first match in the UK for like years upon years, like ten years. What if it's not a match? What if it's teased much like his Rampage debut? It's the worst kept secret in the company. Oh, that you do what you did in Chicago. Oh, that's such an interesting idea. You keep it as the worst kept secret that Punk is coming back. He returns at the Wembley show, and one week later he has a match in Chicago. I mean, hot dog, dude. That's all I'm saying. Hot dog. It's it's a thing you could do. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that Chicago show, that Rampage show, Mm. sold out on the rumour that CM Punk was going to be there. The rumor come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like people bought tickets to go to that show to see if the rumors were true mm-hmm. and to see if CM Punk has actually come back to wrestling. And But you're right. Like it was the worst kept secret possible. Intentionally so. Intentionally so. So that they could sell out that and draw up some massive intrigue. Mm-hmm. I actually think that's a really good idea. It's a great idea. If you can, if you can figure that out, mm-hmm. I get Punk on page with every like on the uh, no pun intended I suppose get Punk and Page on the same page but Punk and everyone on the same page and yeah you basically he's there makes his return first match back Chicago the following week Mm -hmm. although I haven't said that they have said that's a report they might not do it in Chicago this year all out yeah it's still on Labor Day weekend but they were looking at different arenas in the country so I don't think it's going to be in Chicago but still like your point still stands Mm. and that's the thing of linking all in with all out and not making it feel like it's I mean, you could make the argument that makes you feel like a setup show, but it depends on how strong the rest of the card is. For sure. Because if your main event of, like, All In is the Elite versus Blackpool Combat Club, like, that's not going to feel like 
a throwaway thing. That Absolutely. feels like a pay-per-view main event. And if the main event of this show is Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay too, <clears throat> which was Tempest's other pitch. Yeah. Which, so I we were in the office like yeah, Dave Bradshaw said, what would be the the match that could sell this out? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, it's Punk and FTR versus the Elite because that's the joke I the joke sure. answer I always give. Yeah. And Tempest said Omega Osprey too. Yeah. And I thought, oh man, I thought they might do that at Forbidden Door 2. And he's like, mm. oh, you could do Omega Ricardo 5 then. I was like, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. You could do that, couldn't you? Yeah. And then save Osprey, local boy, selling out. Mm-hmm. And based off the match that they had at Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. there's every chance like the the draw of that match mm-hmm. could sell out Wembley yeah. Stadium. I think as well. Uh, we talk about this on the uh, the Wrestle Mailbag Show, which is going up uh, at 5 p.m. today over on our Patreon page. Me and Tim has talked about we we're booking kind of our our ideal like fantasy card for All In, and there are so many matches you can do with UK based talent that AEW currently have or could get in for it. Or at the very least, people who made their name on the UK scene, people like Aussie Open, Aussie Open versus FTR, yes please, um, have that at, at Wembley. You've got Jamie Hayter, you've got Tony Storm, Pack, Kip Sabian. Soraya. Soraya. And there's also rumours, and these are rumours, I haven't seen any reports about this at all, about Drew McIntyre's WWE contract. Yeah, because it is up at some point this year. Mm-hmm. We don't know when that is, whether that's the summer or whether that is yeah. later on in the year. But just, but, but, just, just if. But just right? a bit of fantasy booking. Fantasy booking. If his contract expires before All In, and he main events All In, wouldn't that be neat? Drew Galloway comes in, he's main evented Clash at the Castle, and less than a year later, he main events All In. I think that would be neat. A couple of other suggestions I've just seen in the chat Mm -hmm. here. Sting's retirement match. Ooh, interesting. Could be a way to possibly sell that Mm -hmm. out. Um, Apparently SRS has said that uh, Drew wouldn't be out in time. Okay, cool. Uh, But the other one uh, that caught my eye, which I think is a great idea, is... um, Brian Zack Sabre Jr. Yes. Yes, that's another suggestion from Tempest as well. Yeah. yeah. Like the match that we didn't get at Forbidden mm-hmm. Door, yep. you instead do it all in Absolutely. in the UK with the UK's Zack Sabre Jr. Mm. I think while all of these do sound like great ideas, I think there is a little bit of, the, I have a little bit of step back from it of how much of a hardcore base is there yes. for uh, Brian and, and like I, I'd imagine Brian Danielson having a match will sell tickets, but like how much of... Because how much of a hardcore base is there that will be able to come from all across mm-hmm. uh, the UK and Northern Ireland, sorry, UK and Ireland and Europe? I don't know. I think it can be done. Mm. The, the more the more I talk about it, I sort of like took a step back to be there to be like, oh, I'm actually, no, you've got to think of the hardcore. And I was like, but there's hardcore fans in all those other European countries that probably would make the trip. Yeah. There are hardcore fans in Scotland. There are hardcore fans in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, in Wales mm-hmm. that probably would make the trip to see something like Omega Osprey too, or to see Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you advertise for Kingo for it? Like, you probably will sell some tickets just off mm-hmm. the back of that. Yeah. I I think there's, there's a good chance they could sell out here. Um, and even if they don't, if they come close to it, that's a huge achievement. My uh, my the first debut I thought of, Grizzled Young Vets. Oh yeah, that'd be so cool. 
Oh, that'd they, be awesome. Granted, they have only asked for their releases currently. There yeah. were some misreports they were granted, mm-hmm. and then they were on TV. <laughs> yeah, they were on NXT Level Up, so probably not. So probably not, but if they do get their releases, mm-hmm. I think there's every chance that, oh, man. that Tony snaps them up, because they are a, such a good team. Can you imagine the entire arena trying along with them? Soon to be! Oh, that'd be so good! So... There you have it, everyone. Uh, AEW coming to the UK. Uh, I can tell you for sure. Mm. Like this is actual. That like, maybe it's anecdotal, but it is concrete anecdotal evidence that I can provide how exciting this is. Mm-hmm. Andy Datsun wants to go. That's crazy talk. Andy Datsun does not like wrestling, mm. and even he was like, "Do you think we can get tickets to go?" Yeah, because he wants to go. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's this a, is a big huge deal. deal. And I, I push back on anyone who says that this was not a huge announcement. It absolutely was because this is but massive. I think if they'd have said, "We're doing a UK show," here's the Here's Craven Cottage. Here's the O2 or whatever. We'd have been like, it's good. It's big okay. news for us. Big news for us, but like no one else cares. The fact that they have said we're doing Wembley Stadium is a big deal for basically any fan. The fact that this is the weekend before All Out and the fact that this is a stadium makes this a huge announcement. Yeah. And I think it is valid. Someone in the chat here just saying like, Moxley keeps asking for a holiday and they'll see Booked of Shows. London's a holiday. Yeah. Have, have a week in London. It's a vacay, you know? <laughs> you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, let's see what you think about this in your Omega Chats. Please, you can join the conversation by going to resttalk.com forward slash support. And we'll read out every single one of them above the five US dollars. And holy heck, as you actually do have quite a bit to say about Frankie this. Moses. I, a lot. I did not think this would be the case, but... No. It has happened. Also, shout out to our moderator who has called this segment Dyna M8. Dynamate. B82Res. Sam Ad Ali says, after the sad stuff from WWE, our spirits were lifted with an incredible dynamite from babyface town Long Island and the news of All In in Wembley. Only thing better this week was the Super Mario Brothers movie. The best video game movie ever. I, yeah, I, so I, I, I was going to open with this, but maybe mm-hmm. I was going to save it for a, maybe a little bit down the line, but I was like so high on resting after night one mm. of Mania. God, yeah. It's such a good show. I was, like, I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Dynamite's been like pretty good for the last little mm-hmm. one. I'm like, I'm really enjoying Dynamite. Night one, man, what a show. It was so good. And then night two happened. And it was a bit crushing mm-hmm. in certain places. Yeah. And the more you look back at it now, you're like, oh yeah, there were a lot of Vince fingerprints and all mm-hmm. of this. And there are a lot of questions hanging around it. It's one of the most intense streams we've ever had. Because I, I think we might have said on a previous show, we had upwards of 10,000 people in the live stream once the end of that main event happened. Because mm-hmm. people wanted to talk about it for, for better or worse. Yeah. And then we had that roar after Mania with the news of the sale and Vince's dyed eyebrows mm-hmm. and no comeuppance ever coming that man's way because people in power never get their comeuppance. And it really was just like a, oh, the bad guys won again. Yeah, and Vince has taken back control. It's going to be a Vince show. Like uh, Dave Meltzer said, like Triple H is the guy in charge in the same way that Paul Heyman was the guy in charge, or the same way that Bruce Pritchard is mm-hmm. the guy in charge. Like yeah. that's that's all he is now. Vince has got the final say. And I was like, yeah, oh, man, that's a bit gutting. And then this episode of Dynamite happened, and all of a sudden, like my spirits were hugely lifted. Not just the All In, but like the Jay White thing, mm-hmm. the FTR thing. Yeah. There was like everything on the show. Like Riho and Jamie Hayter just had a banger, and I was like, oh, every segment was like, I'm lifted, I'm lifted, I'm lifted, mm-hmm. I'm lifted, I'm lifted. I came into the studio to record this, being like, I'm in a great mood. Mm-hmm. I'm in such a good mood. I, I said that to, to Tempest earlier that watching Dynamite this morning, uh, I didn't plan to, but of course, Ollie was sick, so yeah. I watched Dynamite, um, and I watched it, and I was like. This is a bit of a bomb, I think, after the past week. And I came out of it being like, wrestling is fun, isn't it? It is fun. Yeah, that's nice. I'll tell you how exciting this news is. You know, 22 and a half, 2,200 people in this chat. Mm. That is bigger than the usual Dynamite episodes. Yeah. So there is there is certainly something to be said about this mm. UK show. Martial Arts here said the big question, what are Talks planned for the Wembley show? Are you going? Do you make an after or pre-show party? I need to go before I make, I need to know before I make the journey to London. I need to know. I haven't seen Dynamite, but I guess it was good. It was good. 
Well, we, th- th- we don't know. The announcements only just happened. We have no plans in place. I think there is certainly a call for, um, like we did for Royal Quest, mm-hmm. pre-show uh, yeah. drink somewhere. We rent out a place and mm-hmm. we have a little, like you know, a fan in- a fan event. Yeah, have a little have a little meet up. Little with meet up with, cool. with everyone, and then we'll all go together to Wembley. Wembley. It's a good idea. Sounds fun. There will be people to do a live stream though. Um, we do need a username. Streamlabs has lost your username, so please do let our moderators know. Who says, holy S-word, Wembley. We have Alliance Caliber Collective Safe Space Pop-Up Barbershop at Carfest that day. Now I'm frantically working out how I can logistically get to All In. But I will be there. I watched Wall In while on holiday with the family. Now it's in the UK. Awesome. Bacon Rasher said, Hi lads, this was big. I'm getting the most expensive package I can for AEW London. Um, if you want an expensive package, manscaped.com. Um, it'll be around 60k fans with the sets uh, plus fans from Europe. It can sell out. P.S. Jay White shows up at AEW after Vince is back in WWE. He knew <laughs> AEW London, baby. Woo! Jam that jam. Me and Dan have just been texting each other. They just go, London, baby! <laughs> Uh, John Billings here says, uh, well, Rocket John says, I-, I reckon with people coming across Europe, Wembley might sell out mm-hmm. WrestleTalk meetup. Hopefully. Hopefully so. Uh, please, an onion news name, please do let our moderators know. He said, fans on Monday, I hope Endeavor doesn't make us $50 a month for pay-per-views. Tony on Wednesday, get ready for two $50 pay-per-views on back-to-back weekends. Yeah, hopefully they do some sort of package deal. Yeah, I, I hope he's a smart enough man to think that through. Yeah. 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 Redmond Survivor says, does this mean that Punk is back? TK surely wouldn't announce Wembley without some big plans in mind. I don't know. Well, I mean, the two matches that we laid out there in mm-hmm. Omega Osprey and Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr., you probably could sell out without Punk. Mm. I, honestly, like when All In happens, I, and I don't even need to pretend, like this is literally on record. Only like we're making videos at that time. B and Ollie were like, I don't think they can sell this out. And the mm. only reason we were like that is because a company, not even a company, anyone selling out a wrestling show that was not WWE out to over 10,000 seats seemed unfathomable. Mm-hmm. It seemed impossible because no one had done it since WCW had closed. Yeah. Impact couldn't do it. Ring of Honor couldn't do it. New Japan couldn't do it. Well, actually, New Japan never tried to do it. They probably could have done it if they tried. So it was like, I would have been like, oh, maybe I like they need Punk. Mm. They need Danielson. It's the only way they could sell this out. Egg was on our face because they sold it out in like 30 minutes 30, right? yeah it was in like yeah a handful of minutes mm-hmm. they did it so egg was on my face so now when i look at this wembley show it's why i'm not like maybe they need punk because mm. i thought they needed punk for all in and they didn't so who knows weirder things have happened yeah sm morgan or s morgan says do you see ww moving money in the bank closer to all in because it would be damaging for their image if aew pulls this off no no i don't think so the, the tickets are sold yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, don't think so. The Zornese, starting to uh, started looking for flights from Germany to London. We'll not get our own show, I guess. Maybe that's the reason they kept punk. I'm looking forward to seeing the originals, not so much into punk, Jungle Boy, Derby, and please bring Sting. Love you. That'd be very cool. Sil M. Herning says, uh, people are missing the point, Rewembley. Even if it doesn't sell out, and it'll be 70k max with the staging, etc., but 100k viewers each week in the UK, it's status. This is a marquee statement. Oh, and I'm in London for the Strokes that weekend. So cheers, Papa Tony. <laughs> Very nice. That worked out well, didn't it? It's also a good point. Yeah. Just them saying, we've put on a show in Wembley Stadium is very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And actually, like, it's 
I mean, there will be the people who are detractors to AEW will hold up as like, ah, you can sell that out. But I think they like the put, you know, that username just there, they would be missing the point. Mm. Yeah. If they sell 50,000 seats, that's amazing. That's nuts. Yeah. They sell at 60,000. It's the same as what WWE did. Mm-hmm. Uh, unknown username, please do let our moderators know. It said, as someone from Chicago who's gone to many AEW events, I'm so excited for you guys to get the chance to finally go to one. They're an absolute blast and some of the most fun events I've ever been to. Mm. Kevin says, I'm sure Orange Cassidy sent Jay White to attack Ricky because no one else can start the show. <laughs> excited about the all-in announcement. Great show last night. The BCC is back to being one of my favorite acts in the business. A really exciting show. Agreed. Stevie Howe and says the Jacksonville Jaguars have every game year in Wembley Stadium. A game every year. What did I say? Every every game year. Oh, yeah. Have a game every year in Wembley Stadium. The Khan family have a very close relationship with the people who run the stadium. I think that relationship could be the main reason the show is happening there. Good point, Stevie. And Travis Mangtelow, who's been a member for 18 months in a row, says, if Drew does leave for WWE, do you think he could debut in London? He could come out the end to sing karaoke with Tyson Fury or someone. Honestly, that would be so funny. Yeah. And then he that's actually wrestling stuff uh retro rewind do you are you guys gonna do a kind of special stream for the event like you did at clash the castle it was so much fun to watch and see the big crowds you guys got there to tbc tbc grimlock customs if they sell out wembley i think tk might get confidence to make all in their wrestlemania yeah. i think all out kind of already all, feels all like, out yeah. yeah it sort of already feels like that william rosmer glad you guys are getting a local show even more glad you'll probably still be in chicago because i live there mm. john miller says uh in uh super excited for aew's future do you think bret hart might make a guest appearance at all in considering him being the main event last time there was a show at wembley i think they might try and get him in for that yeah that'd Absolutely. be really cool to just be like you know last time i was here SummerSlam 92 and you know i don't know I, i'm assuming this is real because our moderator put it in all elite wrestling have said can some of us come to the wrestle talk meetup yes if you guys wanna that would be cool i mean a well do you do you do you wanna can you bring john silver <laughs> specifically john silver and just you can, for me you can do the spider-man meme oh Pretty please. Thank you. Uh, bring down Brandon Cutler. We can film some B-roll for um, I, for for being the elite. I need to take my and actually, me and so me and John, me and Brandon Cutler can do the yeah, uh, it's <laughs> the perfect. Man meme. Um, the poll results in. Do you think All In can sell out? Seventy-two percent of our viewers think they can. Seventy-two percent. That is a good chance. That I think is a good chance. Well, we have gone long on that opening thing, and there was a lot to talk about on this episode of the show because, oh boy. boy howdy, did I have a great time with this episode. We've got to keep the, the, the time tight on this episode today, though, Luke, because we've got things after this podcast. We certainly do. Yeah. We've got drinks to have. We've got an office party today. We've got today. an office party today. We're having, so, we're having an office warming party because we moved into our new office. Yeah. So, chop, chop, let's go. <laughs> Well, speaking of chopping, uh, Ricky Starks was trying to have a match with Juice Robinson, but all of a sudden, a knife pervert came out (laughs) and attacked Ricky Starks before the bell. Him and Robinson beat them down. Uh, That match didn't happen. It was a setup all along. Mm. This is Jay White, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay White debuted. But the debuted. The knife pervert chose AEW over WWE. Cool. A lot of people were reporting after, you know, this happened, uh, which was 
there were lots of rumblings that he was still WW bound. There mm-hmm. were people in WW making big pushes mm-hmm. for Jay White. But Sean's been making this point a lot recently that since Vince came back, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of like late December period, early January yeah. period, WWE haven't made any more signings. Yeah. Chelsea Green has debuted, mm-hmm. but she signed back in November. Yeah. So they haven't signed anyone after Triple H had his big, like, you know, summer shopping spree. Mm-hmm. But they were still trying to make the big pull for Jay White to come in. And it looks like Jay chose AEW well, instead. He has. He's officially all elite now. He's got the graphic and everything. And that is a and like that in itself is a huge statement thing mm-hmm. to make. That's a huge get. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely insane. I think it's the same deal as when Adam Cole joined, uh, because or Brian Danielson for that matter. Because those are people that WWE tried to get and they were like, no, I'm going to go over here instead. Particularly like with FCR and the main events as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Choosing to stay with it with mm-hmm. AEW. Yeah. Looking like, good for the company right now. There's a lot to say about this. Like I said um, before we went on air, I got a real like 2021 vibe from this show mm. where like everything felt exciting and everything felt mm. like I can't wait to see the next thing that's going to happen. Yeah. It's a crazy old show. But yeah. Great start. Very hot opening. Liked it a lot. Uh, we got a video package of Adam Cole's return last week and Chris Jericho staring him down. And Jericho mm-hmm. cut a promo backstage saying he's got nothing against Adam Cole. He's always happy to see one of the boys come back from injury. And he only came down because Daniel Garcia is, you know, he was saying then you were throwing confetti on him. Mm-hmm. Where's the respect you're showing for him? Mm-hmm. And then who walked in? Keith Lee. Keith Lee walked in. Keith Lee read it to television, everyone. This is a five out of five episode. I'm not lying. Keith Lee walked in looking awesome. He looks so good with gray hair. And he's looking jacked, man. Uh, He walked in looking so towering over Jericho. uh, His arms were the size of Jericho. This mountain of a man walked in with that cool, crisp Keith Lee delivery. He's like, you're a man who doesn't show anyone respect. How about I show you some respect next week? Steps up to him, just towering over this man. Great sell from Jericho as well. Kind of like backing down and being like, oh God, this guy is tall. Great <laughs> oh, sell from Jericho. Great. Made him feel like a massive deal, which yep. I I got giddy as soon as I saw Keith Lee. And then him intim- physically intimidating Chris Jericho was so perfectly done. Such a big fan. And Keith Lee's going to lose next week and I'm going to be sad about it. <laughs> But it's cool right now. All right. Look, let's all come to let's all come to the rationalization now. Let's yeah. all let's all have acceptance now. Mm-hmm. Keith Lee's not going to beat Chris Jericho next week. No, not at it, all. But it's fine. It's okay. You can't win all the time. Can't win all the time. I mean, you but can. Would... You can if you're Keith Lee. But I, 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 I'm booking. I think it would be cool if you did win sometimes. Yeah, that'd be cool. that'd be nice. I like it. Swerve Strickland's uh, got a segment on Rampage mm-hmm. uh, this Friday as well. Like, really, I think the thing I'm just thrilled about is that. I was a bit worried about Keith Lee because after the Swerve Strickland split, obviously they kept him off TV for a bit to sell the injury angle mm-hmm. that they did, but then they brought him back and felt like they were just putting him in another tag team with Dustin. And I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, don't do that with Keith Lee. No, put him in the TNT title picture. This There was no Dustin here. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Dustin, but I want a single, I want a Keith Lee singles run. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm after. Yes, please. I also really like that Chris Jericho said that uh, Adam Cole's celebration went on and on and on and on. And I thought he was describing... JAS's feuds. <laughs> <laughs> Very good piece. 
Look, there's a lot to talk about on this show. Yeah. Okay, look, we had a Jay White. Can't really say debut. He's been on the show. Re-debut. Re a re-debut for mm -hmm. Jay White. There's FTR re-signing. There's mm -hmm. the announcement of All In. We could have run with, honestly, five different titles. Nigel McGuinness is all late as well. Nigel McGuinness and all this. We could have run with at least five different titles for this. But mm -hmm. obviously the big news is, Sue returned to the show. Arguably the biggest pop of the night. Yeah. <laughs> House of Black took on Orange Cassidy and Best Friends for the Trios Championships. House of Black made their entrance, looked awesome, and then all of a sudden cuts backstage. Sue's minivan pulled up, and I was like, "Ah, oh, Sue's back!" <laughs> and so did the rest of the crowd. That pop was gigantic for Sue. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it. So happy to see. And then, oh, they had an awesome match. I'd also like to point out as well that Sue pulled up. They started getting out. Then she put her hazard lights on. Just got to make sure <laughs> that everyone knows that she's driving safely. Okay. Absolutely huge pop for Sue. I know I popped throughout this match as well because oh, this so match good. was awesome. Yeah. Great spot at the the start of this, um, where Orange Cassidy did like his hands in the pockets die from the top rope onto Malachi and Buddy Matthews, mm -hmm. and they just caught him and just effed him into the ring apron. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. And Trent went over and then they caught him and they effed him into the apron. I was like, yeah, yeah, do it more, do it more. <laughs> and then later on, uh, Brody King went to do this dive through the ropes or to dive into Orange Cassidy and Cassidy jumped out of the way and Brody King sailed through the ropes and dived onto Malachi and Matthews I was like oh, this match is awesome I loved I loved 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 all of this I also loved Trent teasing a pole driver on Brody and being like ah no he's too big so he did a pole driver on Malachi did a pole driver on Matthews and then did a pole driver on Brody King anyway the Brody King. He's like, oh, I can't do it my back hurts too much yeah. and then everyone just hit moves on Brody King and then he hit the pile driver. Oh, oh this match ruled. So cool. Loved this. And it won with Matthews hitting the stomp. Mm -hmm. And I love it when wrestlers keep um, continuity from previous gimmicks and stuff. And like they've they are they're the same person just going from company to company and they're picking things up along the way. So I thought that was a really, really nice. I, just, I like that element to him. But you made a point in your edited review mm. that I actually think is more important than that. Yeah, in the I really like how House of Black are all presented as individually great wrestlers that are better as a trio. I love the fact that each of them pick up wins. Each of them on their own are great wrestlers. It's not Malachi Black and his two lackeys. It is three awesome wrestlers coming together. And I don't think Matthews has been presented as strongly as Malachi or Brody King have, but getting wins like this is only going to help him look stronger. So yeah. I'm a big, big fan that Matthews got the win here specifically. Loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Mm. So, so good. And shout out to that chat as well that just said, Sue at Wembley or we riot. That's, Agreed. That's the son I'm taking. Yep. <laughs> I'm here for Sue. Math, Matthew of Botchamania had a, put up a tweet being like, I can't wait for all the signs that say be no greater than the dandy. Yes. <laughs> we need to all take really UK specific yeah, signs. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, like, that'd be so good. Everyone bring up their Nando's order. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, just a picture of a steak bake. I was going to <laughs> say that. God damn it. Christian Cage. Well, they said Christian Cage was going to cut a promo, but he didn't. Going to break his silence. But he did not. Instead, he just brought back the returning Luchasaurus. Mm, who entered from the door of red. It's the color of danger mm. and passion. Yes. I then wrote, this first half hour has been amazing. Oh. And then they had Rio versus Jamie Hayter, who just had a banger. This match was awesome. This is really good. Also, why wasn't this called like a championship dynamite whoopie-doo amazing <laughs> great show? 
Like, they always talk about, like, oh, we've got loads of titles on the line. This is a title match spectacular. And this one, they had, like, four titles on the line. And they were like, that's nah, regular Dynamite. Regular Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. Tony Khan's gone over that gimmick now. <laughs> it's not no huge announcement this week. But this was, it was a brilliant was match so good. of power and speed. And it got mm-hmm. so over with this crowd. Like, Riho is so over. Jamie Hayter is so over. Every time she wrestles, everyone just goes, oh, yeah, Riho's great. It's like, yeah, we know that. <laughs> but it always starts just like, ah, oh, Riho, cool. And then by the end, everyone's like, oh, Riho's awesome. It's like, I'm already there at the start. It was so great. Like, and it's, I love the start of it when it's like Hater was immediately just going for those Hater Raid clotheslines and Riho was ducking under them mm-hmm. and ducking and weaving. Oh, it yeah. was so, so cool. Wonderful. Uh, in the end, Rio kicked out of a like mini Hater Raid. Mm-hmm. So Jamie Hater picked her up. I was like, all right, little one. <laughs> Ripcord Hater Raid. <laughs> all right, little one. <laughs> Off with your head, mate. Yeah. I loved it so, so much. Mm. Hater has to be champion going into All In. I would really hope so. Yes. And if not that, drops the belt rematch at All In mm-hmm. to get the belt back. Yeah. Like, I think Hater versus Baker at All In. I was going to say Hater Soraya. I, that could work. I Two Brits. I feel like you could just have Soraya in another match because that would be a big deal. It would know? be a big deal, yeah. I, I don't think you're wrong there. But it was given loads of time to get over with the crowd mm. and it worked. It was awesome. We then cut backstage and Renee interviewed the outcast um, who I believe cut all of their promos like this. <laughs> They, so they were they were they were talking yeah uh, but they were kind of quite far away from the microphone yeah so. it was so i mean from what i can gather from this uh ruby soho said um enjoy the championship while it lasts pretty much i, th- I think they're just saying that they want to dethrone jamie hater yeah and like that was that was the, the sum total of the promo yeah uh, but it's a bit of a shame they were quite far away from the microphone Cut on that to, one. Back to Renee Kibbe. Back to you, everyone. It's <laughs> 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 so with my volume. <laughs> they will always be. They will yeah. always be AEW. Uh, the JAS were on the entrance ramp. Well, mm-hmm. Daddy Magic, Cool Hand Luke were on the uh, the entrance ramp. Cool to- Hand Luke. Cool Hand. Cool Hand Ange. Yeah. Cool Hand Luke was a. Uh, That's you. <laughs> <'cause-> <laughs> it was like I mean, it was, they, he definitely had a PlayStation game, but I think it's a French cartoon. In check in the chat, correct me on that one. Was, Can we was, get a poll? Was, <laughs> cool Hand Luke was a French cartoon, right? Or like a went like a French series of books or something. But he definitely had a PlayStation game. I remember getting a really bad ride up in Games Master. Sure. But anyway, Cool Hand Ange uh, was on the ramp to uh, introduce the acclaimed into the group, and I did. Did, did they accept? No. They so the acclaimed ragged on JAS and said they're full of S and you know we're they're idiots and we're the acclaimed and we're awesome and then Cool Hand Ange was just, just like it sounds like you want to fight together yeah. so on Rampage it's the four of us teaming up and they were like yeah. that's the sum title just a correction I want is I'm not thinking of the Paul Newman movie <laughs> which I know there was a movie called Cool Hand Luke there was definitely a French cartoon because that's the one I'm thinking of I'm you so after that, the acclaim did a rap. It was fun, and then they scissored, and everybody laughed. Good times. Then we had Luke. It's MJF Day, everybody, because yeah. it's MJF in Long Island, which is always the best time to be an MJF fan. So MJF Day was technically the day before Dynamite, where he was gifted the key to his hometown. He's a Long Island boy, and he got a key. We got a little video package about that. That was great. So then. They Lucky up Luke on... is what I was thinking of. Lucky Luke is what I was thinking of. So then they open up on Dynamite and they say it's MJF Day and there's a brass band. MJF comes out, full tuxedo, 
and sings a song. It's wonderful. He sings Pennies from Heaven. Yes. Um, which I, just made me think of Elf. <laughs> Fair. And I was just like, oh, this is really cute. I wrote MJF singing. He's actually very good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should be surprised by that. It was like, yeah. was his talent when he was a child was mm-hmm. to, to do yeah, yeah, these yeah. sorts of songs and stuff. And then I wrote, he's the effing worst and the effing best. <laughs> He sang, and it wasn't like he did a little bit of Pennies from Heaven. Oh no, he did the whole thing. He sang, he sang the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very good. And he had a full brass band yeah. and everything. It was really, uh, really it was cool. Awesome. Came down to the ring. There was a guy, uh, Joseph Salad. Do you write his name down? No. Some guy, a dude, a dude from Long Island, was there. I'm sure he was probably like an official man. Yeah, yeah. He presented the key to. Long Island, I think. I like that. they He announced that April 5th is officially MJF Day in Oyster Bay. And they made the key larger for MJF because that's how much of a champion he is mm-hmm. in All Elite Wrestling and to Long Island. Yeah. Um, he MJF, like, you know, sent this this lad out mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he got, got booed every time that he was in the ring. So he must be right. a politician of some sort. Yep. Um, he then got the crowd to chant, you deserve it at him. <laughs> so funny. Uh, genuinely, what a, a, a fantastic promo. It just sort of was like, man, this feels like one of those moments where the crowd would just chant, you deserve it, clap, 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 clap. clap. And then and one then day they started doing it. And they went, oh, oh wow, that's, wow, thank you so much. Oh. Oh. It was incredible. So cool. He then made fun of Jungle Boy for having a tiny penis and a mm-hmm. girlfriend with a wandering eye. Mm-hmm. And then cut a promo on ADHD. Well, yeah. Well, it was a praising promo for it, really. He was like, yeah. hey, let's hear it. Who else here has got ADHD? Yeah. And everyone went, hey, ADHD, ADHD. Well, it was ADD, but yes. Yeah. And then Tony Schiavone just went, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> I didn't notice that. That's so good. Proper like under his breath. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, MGF told a very self-indulgent but awesome story of how there was a teacher in eighth grade called Mrs. Benedict. And she would laugh at him in class whenever he couldn't answer questions because of his ADD. And then she was saying, you know, don't be a stupid kid. And he was like, well, I want to be a professional wrestler. And she said, your chances of being a professional wrestler are slim to none. And then he said, the moral of the story is don't be like Mrs. Benedict. In other words, don't be a stupid bitch. To which Tony Giovanni again replied under his breath, well, keep it classy. <laughs> Incredible segment. <laughs> Very good. Then MJF went uh, for an encore after this. And he kept do- going to the crowd. Who wants an encore? Hey! I said, who wants an encore? Hey! Uh, Etc. Uh, and then someone comes up with two massive symbols, crashes them together, and MJF, I really like this tiny little dude, goes, we've been practicing this for months! Screaming at the band. You're off tempo! You're off tempo! It's like whiplash. We've been practicing this for months. I love the idea that MJF has been practicing this specific routine for months. He he's acts like he's super cool and just being like nonchalant. Be like, yeah, I'll sing a song, doesn't matter. We've got a band, let's go. I'll, I'll improvise it kind of thing. But this is something that's been curated and routinely done. Like he's practiced this for ages. I love it. So, so great. Uh, but the guy who was off tempo revealed himself to be Jungle Boy. Mm. And Jungle Boy and MJF had a brawl, and then he got separated by security, and out came Sammy Guevara because he was having a match next, mm-hmm. and he lifted up the title and he celebrated with it, and it, which got really good heat. Mm. I what I'm really I'm finding interesting about this feud is this is a four pillars feud. It yep. feels like we're leading to a fatal four way: yes. MJF versus Darby versus Sammy versus uh, the other one, Jungle Boy. But really, it feels like we're going to be doing this to spin off into an MJF Jungle Boy feud because in his promo, while he sort of you know made fun of the others he ran down jungle boy mm. it was jungle boy that attacked him here yeah so i wonder if yeah we are going to have this four-way but that's going to lead into 
a singles feud between MJF and Jungle Boy. Wouldn't surprise me if Jungle Boy is not involved in the finish in this Fatal 4-Way. And because of that, MJF will then have a singles feud with him afterwards. Yeah, I quite like that. That was the first hour of the show, and it was awesome. So It absolutely flew by. Great first hour of the show. And then we had Sammy Guevara versus Commander, oh. who... Crikey, does, does he know what gravity is? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I, in my editor review, I said that the last segment was beautiful, silly nonsense. And I said, well, this match also doesn't make sense because he just does stuff that doesn't make sense. How do you do that? Yeah. It's, it's silly. How do you get so high in the air? I don't get it. Absolutely incredible. Because he did this moment. Because like, he did the, he ran the ropes mm-hmm. and then sort of did a dive on Sammy. Sammy countered it with a super kick. Do the commercial break, Sammy works him over. Come back from the ad break, and he does the running of the rope spot to then do a dive. Mm-hmm. And like, holy Christmas, the, the like, height that uh, he got. It is running along the entire length of the ropes, jumping across to another section of the ropes, springboarding off that into a corkscrew to the outside. Completely blew my mind. Like the height, man. Oh, it's crazy. It was nuts. It is like as high as a Montez Ford frog splash. That's what I was thinking. It was but like, it's to the outside. Yeah, it was like Montez Ford levels of vertical leap. Mm. Like Logan Paul levels of vertical leap. Yeah. It was just like bonkers, man. It was crazy. really, really cool. And this is the sort of thing that people were... Because Commander, you know, he does a lot of stuff down in, in Mexico and whatnot. Mm. But like here, maybe in North America or certainly outside of that, maybe he doesn't have much of a presence. He was in the ladder match. Mm. And people thought that might be a really good showcase for him. And I remember when that match happened, there were a lot of people being like, you haven't seen Commander yet. Mm. Like, you haven't seen half of the cool yeah. stuff that he can get away with. And he did it here. And I lo- and I just thought this was a lovely bit of booking because yeah. Sammy Guevara wins in a competitive match. Mm-hmm. He hits the GTH, puts over Commander, but they were telling the story that Sammy is racking up these competitive wins against named competitors. He's mm-hmm. not just winning squash matches. Yeah. He's beating actual legitimate competition yeah. to put him in line for a title shot. Which is great. Lovely little bit of booking. Yeah. Also, man did a crazy top rope springboard Phoenix splash out of nowhere because he can. He can, apparently. Crazy. Um... So, and I am aware that Mexico's in North America. F***ing hell, the people here today. <laughs> Honestly. Like, you get the point I'm making. Um, so, he, he then did a promo after the match. Uh, Sammy, that is. And it, was, I, it didn't get the heat that I would have thought it would. It did do. not get the heat. But I, I think that's just because the crowd didn't like him because he's not MJF. He's in a feud with MJF and he's not MJF. So shut up. We're not going to react to you. Yeah, I thought because he, when he came out, like Jungle Boy got really good heat mm. for beating up yes. MJF. Like when he was on top, the crowd were booing him. And yes. then when MJF was on top, they were cheering him. So I thought, oh, Sammy will get some great heat because no mm. one likes Sammy. Yeah. Like, particularly Long Island, they'll mm. never like Sammy. Yeah. And then Sammy, um, yeah, he's got this promo and the crowd were like, eh, boo, I guess. Mm. And then he said, Long Island sucks. And they went, boo. Oh, you said our place. Then. Yeah. So yeah, I think it was- a, I really liked it. I thought at least they gave him uh, mic time. Yeah. And I think that's the important thing here is they gave him mic time. I also think the content of the promo and delivery was really good. Yeah. It just didn't get the response it deserved, I don't think. Ethan Page took on Hook for the FTW Championship. Uh, Page went for the twist of fate, but Hook reversed it into one of his own. Uh, and then, can you believe it? Matt Hardy stopped Ethan Page from trying to cheat. And Hook, uh, then he clocked him with the FTW Championship. Hook locked in the Red Rum and won. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I can believe it. Yeah, yeah. Then we got right. the uh, Toyo Khan announcements, mm-hmm. uh, and then we got, as I've written here, Blackpool Combat Club versus the lads. Yep, I've written Blackpool Combat Club versus some people. Uh, they won quickly. Oh, well, I, I don't think this was a match. 
I think they just murdered them. Yeah, it was uh, great. It's great. I particularly loved Yuta selling when the lad tried to get offense in on him. Yeah, and it was it really was like so. It was it, like it was this really indignant selling of all right. What are you trying to what do? You, what are you doing, you idiot? Yeah, it was so funny, and mm-hmm. it absolutely batters the poor young lads. Oh and, yeah, and won quickly. Wonderful. My, uh, Danielson got a microphone, oh. and he said he went home because he loves his family. Speaking, mm. you know, about his physical family. Yeah, and he's like, but I also love Moxley. Mm-hmm. I love Claudio. I love Wheelie Utah. He's an S head, but I love him. Yeah, and he l- also loves professional wrestling i don't know who these three here are they look like the sort of person that stupid evps would hire amateurs we're professionals Mm -hmm. we're professional wrestlers and the only professional wrestlers in the building yep and hangman page comes out despite the fact it's four on one he's not going to step down from a fight he goes into the ring he takes it to all of them but unsurprisingly the numbers game got the better of him and they absolutely battered the piss out of him mm-hmm. all the while Danielson's cutting this promo on him saying look we are professional wrestlers you're an amateur 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 I love these men no one loves you that's why no one's coming out to save you you don't have any friends no one loves you and he then said you know while I was at home I was teaching my kids how to fix things and pulls out a flathead screwdriver and he's like Looks like the house of AEW needs fixing as well. And he stabbed him with a flathead screwdriver. That's awesome. So, so good. Yeah. I I love the fact that he said, you don't have anyone that loves you. No one's coming to save you. And then no one saved him. Wonderful. Yeah. Big fan. Absolutely awesome. Yeah. Um, also, fun fact for you. Uh, the opposite of a uh, flathead is a Phillips head screwdriver. You know, like... um. Phil Brooks. Sim Buck was unconfirmed. These are these are the things that, that they is, <laughs> That is Ollie Davis levels of convoluted right there. Hot damn. We then had our main event for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. It was titles versus Korea. Mm. FTR versus the Ass Boys, mm. who got a, a big entrance to a 50 Cent song. Yes. And They've been 50p, please. Sorry, you're actually right. They're, they're coming, all in's coming to London. <laughs> 50 pence. 50 pence. <laughs> well, with the way the British pound is at the moment, it's probably more like 13.3p, am I right? <sighs> Anywho, they've been telling the story for a little while. Yeah. Late last year is when the Ass Boys beat FTR, and the yes. FTR went on their streak where they lost the New Japan titles mm-hmm. and lost the Ring of Honor titles, yes. and they lost the AAA titles as well. And you know, it was called like, there was the Ass Boys thing that sparked this. And then the Ass Boys, you know, won the tag belts and stuff. And FTR came out and said, we're going to put our careers on the line, our AEW careers on the line for a shot of those tag titles. Of course, this has been all amidst the rumors, speculation, certainly all being done by Dax Harwood, which is probably why I never bought into it, mm-hmm. that FTR's contracts with AEW are coming to an end and they are possibly WWE bound. Uncle Paul has picked up the phone and is trying to get the revival to come back. And Ollie Davis was adamant that Edge and Beth Phoenix hitting a shadow machine at Elimination Chamber was proof positive that the revival are going back to WWE. So they did all of this. And I think this was all Dax and TK's plan. Mm -hmm. A lot of people kept saying like, TK's not controlling him on social media. I was like, no, I think this is clearly all signed off 
by TK to do. This was mm -hmm. part of the story they were trying to build. I think that it, when it actually got to the match itself, it didn't quite translate into the emotion. I just don't think anyone bought it. Yeah. I think that I, during the commercial break, particularly, granted, it is the commercial breaks, so the crowd do come down somewhat because mm -hmm. it is just the heels working over a baby face. But Dax was working dead hard to get the crowd into it. But thankfully, the action was so good that people were popping for the the, the near falls and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think they worked the near falls really, really well going into sure the final uh, few moments in this. Yeah. And, but I, I really, I just want to say credit to Dax. I think 90s Dax worked really hard to try and make this story mean something. I credit Zach's in this match because he was doing his damnedest to get this match and get this stipulation over. And I think his hard work mm -hmm. really did sell people on the drama of this match. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I thought this was um, a very interestingly booked match because the stip was that uh, FTR have to win the belts or they leave AEW. So the guns tried to get themselves intentionally disqualified so that they would leave. So they would hold on to the belts, and the FDR would still have to leave. Even though they'd win the match, they wouldn't win the belts. So they'd still have to leave AEW. So they were cheating directly, openly in front of the referee. And the referee was like, I really don't want to DQ you. This feels really cheap. And then they kept cheating, and the ref was like, all right, I guess I've got no choice. Got to DQ you. But Cash Wheeler comes in, grabs the referee's arm, like, no, 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 no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare DQ this. We will win. Let this match continue. So the match continued. And after that, they then uh, still cheated behind the referee's back. In front, well, in front of the referee. In, so, in front and behind. So this was like the, 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 the end spot of the match, or leading into the end spot leading of the into. match. This is one of the real big near falls, is um, Colton on the outside. I have mm -hmm. to check which ass boy it is. Yep. Um, Colton slid the tag belt in towards Austin in front of the referee mm -hmm. and the referee put his foot on it and was like nope this isn't happening so he picks up the tag belt takes it over to Justin Roberts behind his back Colton slid in the other tag belt Austin held onto it so that when Dak did the diving headbutt he lifted the belt up so he went into it for a really really good near fall oh, such a good near fall really really good crowd near fall. popped massive when he kicked out of that yeah I thought it was a really, really good spot. Mm. I really, really liked this. And I thought it was a really nice bit of, of business in there because, yeah, you're right. They were trying to cheat in front of the referee mm -hmm. and that wasn't working. Yeah. So then they were just like, fine, if he's going to stop us, we'll just cheat the old fashioned way. Yeah. And we'll just, and we'll just pin them. Mm -hmm. That's how we'll end this match. I, I, I really, really liked that near fall. Um, and in the end, they didn't win with the, the big rig or with the shadow machine or anything. They did stereo roll-ups. Yeah. Pinning both of the ass boys at the same time to get the win. Big confetti. Mark Briscoe came down to celebrate with them afterwards, which I thought was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was a really, really good main event. Yeah, very, very solid stuff. Yeah, but I really like that FTR is still there. Big fan of that. Great stuff. FTR, your only or your second two-time tag champs after the Young Bucks. I like that. And yeah, they Tony Khan after the show uh, announced that FTR are sticking around. Mm -hmm. They they have signed extensions to their contracts. They right. are not going across to WWE or going elsewhere. They are staying with AEW. And I think that like you know that was the plan all along. They probably yes. signed uh, a while back. I'd say so. There was a really funny thing though. Um, so there was a, a sign at ringside that said Vince fears Tony Khan, 
Yes. And Dax like got it into the ring to mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, show it off and everything because he's like Vince fears Tony Khan. This was like Dax showing his allegiances to AEW. Have you seen the video of Tony seeing it? No. So I'm going to I'm going to show this to you now. Credit to uh, Melissa AX1125 on Twitter who posted up this video because Dax showed us to Tony and it's the most wonderfully uh, wonderful reaction to it because you can see there it's filmed mm-hmm. on the big screen. Yeah. He's shaking hands with Cash Wheeler and then he's going to look at Dax and show the sign. Oh no, don't show me that. <laughs> I think what Dax wanted was for Tony to hold it up to be like, yeah, Vince feels Tony Khan. And Tony Khan's like, I'm not getting involved in any of this. No. I'm not getting involved in that. <laughs> not falling for that. Uh, big fan. One more time with that one. Here you go, look. It's just Tony Khan. He's there celebrating with Cash. Thank you very much. What a good match that was. Yeah, I'm great. just going to shake uh, Dax's hand. Yeah. Uh, what do you got there? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, that's great that's great I love it so yeah really enjoyed that great show great show honestly brilliant show high 4 out of 5 for me as a 5 out of 5 show for me fair enough absolutely adored that episode and I think part of that is Raw bummed me out Mm, and like the new, the new cycle has kind of bummed me out a little bit yeah so this show like you're right the show is probably a four out of five episode but like but it feels like a five it, fe- like it felt like a five and i came out being like proper 2021 vibes i'm just mm. like it felt like a hot company again it yeah. felt like every style was on fire every storyline was clicking and like mm. you know i think the jay white debut helped with that the ftr re-signing helped with that it just sort of felt like this was the AEW that's been sort of missing mm-hmm. a little bit. That's fair. And I loved it. And of course, you know, there was the Phillips head screwdriver uh, tease of CM Punk coming back. So Obviously, yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought. We're going to have a poll going up. Uh, in fact, it's up now. Uh, letting us know what you made of the show. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. But before we get into your remaining Ultra Chats, we have got some very special people to shout out here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. And those are our $25 and above Patreon pledge hammers. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Wrestle Talk. Pete talked about it earlier. The mailbag with him and Tempest has gone up. Yeah, in it's, ne- go- it's going up in about an hour. Going up in about an hour. And next week, will be behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've been watching the WrestleTalk news, you might have some things to, to talk about. Maybe. Maybe, or maybe so that'll be safe for... I think that might be safe for the month after. Month after? Just so we can talk about everything, because we don't want to spoil anything. That's true. Because it would go up before it's finished. Yeah. I just want to talk about... That. I know, I want to talk about everything! I'm, I'm, in particular, I want to talk about the, the Sullivan scene. <laughs> There's lots to it. There's lots to it, everyone. Lots to talk about. So yeah, sign up for patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Now, the poll, I believe, has also gone up for WrestleTalk Extra. Sure has. It's a two-horse race. <gasps> Between? WrestleMania 2000. Excellent. Completing the, completing the series. WrestleMania 27. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably the worst WrestleMania of all time. And also very long. The thing is, like, they're... They're both bad, but for different reasons. Very different reasons. Like, WrestleMania 2000 is a terrible show. Yeah. It's a rubbish WrestleMania during, mm. like, the greatest period the company's ever had. Yeah. But it would complete the set. So I've mm. got, a, and I've got some nostalgic, you know, memories of it. And it's got of the course. triangle ladder match, which yeah. is good. But Mania 27. Woof, right, Mania 27. You've got Randy Orton versus CM Punk, which is pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, woof. And uh, I, I, I think that might be it. 
And it's like four and a half. It's a long, it's a long show. show. It's got that rock promo at the start. Oh, yeah. When I say yabba, you say dabba. I need to take a sip of the rocks. Well, this isn't the rocks water. This is the people's water. It's half an hour. He's just babbling on. His Cena and Miz. Oh. Edge and Alberto Del Rio in yeah. the opener. It is Honestly, other stuff. Honestly. Oh, it's the, the really, really long Undertaker Triple H match. As the what? It's the bad one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the, good, the good match comes the year after. Yeah, the Hell in a Cell is it the is year after. Easily the worst of the three matches they had at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made Sunday. worse by the fact they pretended the first one never happened. Yeah. Um and yeah. Honestly, the It's like forty five minutes. That and match. it's one of the worst WrestleMania main events of all time. Yeah. Like it's maybe not top five. And this there, gets concussed because there have been some like awfully bad menus, particularly mm. in the early days. But in the modern era, might be the worst WrestleMania main event ever. Yeah. But anyway, but if you're also one of our $25 and above Patreon pledge hammers, you get your name read out here on the rest of the podcast like these fine folks. The intriguing infrared Na Afredo wheel. Huh. Intr not intriguing. Yeah, I, well, I thought it was intriguing, but it's... Intriguing. But it is about intriguing. Hmm. The Kessel Run, DX Solo. Double L, Liam Leonard. Mad Mac the Meat Father. Avanaji Paji, Margie Paji. Ryan, Disco Stewart. Thomas, the Prize Hooker, Solazano. The Final Judgment, Tasteless Nobody. He Ran, Aaron Hanrahan. The Machine Gun, Alex Anderson. The Roller Coaster, Robert Acosta. Pronunciation is like a coaster. It literally says, like right after it, it says yeah. that. The Roller Coaster, Robert Acosta. The Venerable, uh, finally, and finally for this Hall of Fame class of the 6th of April, 2023, the Venerable Jesse Venable. I mean, I've, I've had to be corrected a few times on this episode already because I am clearly, uh, I am tired. You're a bit of a sleepy boy. I think I'm still a bit of a sleepy bit of, boy. Bit of a sleepy boy. Uh, after the weekend. So thank you to the chat for uh, uh, correcting me on a handful of things. Uh, I clearly got Cool Hand Luke and Lucky Luke mixed up. I'm wondering if Lucky Luke was... That's still a French thing. Can we do the, ultra, the Omega chat? Well, I think this is important, Pete. <laughs> Luke, we've got a party that we're missing right now. I know, and they brought me neck oil as well. Bonesaw Buck says, Good day, lads. I really enjoyed Dynamite for the first time in a while. Good to see Brian Daniel Heelson Dan uh, in his natural habitat, pummeling people with a screwdriver. Also, apparently, it's all in, then all out the following week in Chicago. Thoughts? I think we discussed that, quite, that earlier. Uh, uh, a lot earlier. Uh, last couple of things to say. We have all in, all out, but when do we have all turn yourself around? <laughs> Also been playing 2K23 and wanted to personally congratulate LIW for another successful title of defense against the precious metals, LIW for life. Well, let's not forget everyone. I'm still the Quizlemania champion mm -hmm. and I am still the Survival Series champion. I'm not Jan that champion. I did lose that. So I've, lo I've lost one of my three, mm -hmm. but I've, I've got my other two. Yeah. So I'm holding on to that. And there were no titles on the line mm. at um, the Quizlemania. So yep. I'm still, still Quizlemania champion. I uh, Speaking of Survival Series... That's all I'm going to say. Just a uh, survival series. Ooh. But Pete, I thought we had to wait a month mm. for another survival series. Mm. Weird that. Huh. Mm. Alamax says, Adrenaline, it's very loud. ADD chants from the crowd. That's very that good. That is the one. <laughs> That's very good. That is the one. Take notes, everyone. Um, 
This week's Dynamite was such a neat palate cleanser after a disappointing end to Mania Night 2 in a very weird roar. Thanks for the review, guys. Hot tags all round. Swaggle Boone says, I love the way MJF can play face in Long Island. The musical number blew me away. Five out of five show. Also, did anyone else notice him getting a key to the city was marked MJF Day is exactly how Rusev Day started. <laughs> That's so cool. Love you guys, Jam. <laughs> Did not jam. notice that. AFC Puzon says, Afternoon, lads. Needed that episode of Dynamite after a deflating few days of WWE news and content. Will absolutely be traveling down from the northwest to Wembley in August. Would you consider throwing an after party? Love you all. Potentially. Potentially. Also, you are coming from the greatest area of this country. Um, maybe you should stay there because it's it's so beautiful and it's full of great people. You're telling him to not come to Wembley. Well, I, I mean, I just think it's hard to leave the Northwest just because like you've got to come down to stupid London. That's true. You've got to come, yeah. you've got to come down south. Yeah. It's much better to just stay in the Northwest. Mm. Um, we have an unknown... Oh, no, we don't. It's Cobb here. He said, I was at the show last night, mm. my first AEW live show. Nice. And as a Long Island native... All hail MJF. Mm-hmm. My old uh, my old high school music teacher was in MJF's band. Mm. Freaked out the second I heard uh, Jay White's theme. Mm. Also, LMAO Cody sign. <laughs> so, there was, yeah. That's funny. There was a sign and it was shown on camera. It just mm. says LMAO Cody. Well, at least TK actually showed Cody Rhodes respect. When he was doing the all-in announcement, he said, you know, in 2018, it was Kenny Omega, it was the Young Bucks, and it was Cody Rhodes who put on this amazing show called All In, and that's how this all started. Like, he didn't yeah. he didn't omit the name Cody Rhodes from it, which I thought was very classy and well done. Uh, your local metalhead said, well, he had to, it was written on the teleprompter. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Ron Burgundy. Anything that's on there, he will read. <laughs> and also it says don't blink every now and again in Winnipeg uh, really enjoyed Dynamite last night this is from your local metalhead really enjoyed Dynamite last night especially the debut of my favourite wrestler Jay White mm. I'm also going to Rampage Battle of the Belts this Friday it's my first AEW show jam that jam very nice um, we have an unknown username please do let our moderators know that said AEW did what WWE couldn't and put on a really entertaining after Mania show <laughs> I think TK knew that he, there'd be a good chunk of new viewers that got burned out by Mania Night 2 and Raw. Let's see if they can maintain this momentum. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true either. Mm. Uh, another unknown news name, please do let our moderators know, said MJF is the god of wrestling, knows all you bozos can't stand up to us on Long Island. We are better than all of you and we prove it each time the show comes back here. We love the one true babyface MJF and you're all just a bunch of mid-poor jabronis. Love always, Long Island. Mm. Thanks. Uh, Zico says that MJF segment was brilliant. Pete, glad you haven't quit after leaving the Raw review. Uh, if you're in charge of the storyline segments of the news, then you're a bloody genius. Love all you do. I'll miss you on the podcast, Pete. Well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, if you want to hear more about it, check out behind the scenes. But short version, yes, asterisk, sort of. <laughs> Um, I also thought it was really funny that when we announced that it's going to be me and Dan doing the raw reviews mm. going forward, we'd be like, it means Pete's no longer on the podcast, but you couldn't stay away for long, could you? <laughs> <laughs> Ollie had to get ill immediately. First possible show, dragged him back in. <laughs> Michaela Traub, uh, I forgot to mention that there was uh, no inordinate amount of younger, uh, there were an inordinate amount of, Sorry, I'll try that again. I forgot to mention, there were an inordinate amount of younger kids at the show. We go to every New York, New Jersey show. Hey, New York, New Jersey. Like, I've seen WWE. They're the same place. Uh, <laughs> and we usually only see a handful. There were, they, there were like four in our row and several others around us. No one watches, no one watched their language. Yeah, there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of effing on, on this show. There was a bit of effing and jeffing on this yeah. show. Uh, Jake Lloyd, Jack Lloyd. Hey guys, this is a banging show of Dynamite. I love Jay White. Can't wait for him to be a champion. Also, can't wait for All In. I've not been to a wrestling live show in eight 
years. Awesome. I've already booked my hotel, and a lot of them are already sold out. Jesus. I think there's a high demand for the show, you know? I think so. I, th- I did see Maggie post up about that earlier, mm. being like, are you bastards already booking out all the, the hotels? Crazy. Uh, Richard Martinez, Dynamite After Mania was amazing. Jay White is in the hotter company. Jay versus Cole, please. I'm excited for a hot London crowd because you never disappoint. My favorite part of the show was Danielson cutting a promo while BCC was whooping all kinds of ass. Mm-hmm. Kristen, I thought Dynamite was a breath of fresh air out of whatever that Raw After Mania was. Something did positively happen, and that's my friend just got back into wrestling thanks to him watching this past weekend's shows. Nice. He asked for matches. He's asked for matches, and so far I've given him Banks and Bailey take over Brooklyn. Absolutely. Ray Eddie Halloween Havoc. Absolutely. And Cody Seth WrestleMania 38. The next one I'm planning to give him is Knoxville Zane. Example of a sports entertainment match. Absolutely. Any others I should send him? Uh, Bucks Omega page from Revolution 20. I was going to say some tag team wrestling in there would be fantastic. My other suggestion for that would either be uh, DIY Revival or uh, Revival American Alpha. Yeah. Or the Triple from Threat. Take him Dallas. Yeah. Or the one from Take Over Orlando with Authors of Pain. Yeah. Because well. that matches well. Real right. good. Take over, Pete. Oh, well, there's another one here. Not actually Tesco. Uh, it said TK Fears A4 Paper. <laughs> Such a sh- such a solid show. Uh, made me feel better after the disappointment of Monday night. Switchblade to AEW is a pleasant surprise, but even without the announcement, I'd happily rewatch this episode. Hope you're all well. Hashtag Danhausen for champion. Hey, if Danhausen wants to try and step up to the championship, he's only got to try. Step up to the call. Dan Housen. Uh, Danny Torkel said, I was watching live on a flight when TK said Wembley. I yelled, <laughs> Wembley! And people turned their heads. Could 2023 AEW rival 2021 AEW? What if they get New Japan involved and run Kenny Okada 5 or some G1 matches? Forbidden Door, Grand Slam, all in, out. Wow. I think if you're going to do Okada Omega 5, that needs to be on American soil. Because it was supposed... International soil. Because it was supposed to be. Yes. Like, it was supposed to main event the MSG show. Mm-hmm. So I I think that the five should be there rather than doing it. I'm not... I'm, I, look, if you want to do it in London, I'm not going to be like... No, not complaining. To, I'm not going to write Tony a letter mm-hmm. and be like, no, 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 please, do that for America. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I think that probably should be in America. Excuse really, me. should be in Canada. Sure. Uh, I Eddie- was saying Kenny's home soil. That's true. In Winnipeg. In Win- um, Eddie Pat 14 said, I hate to bring down everyone's spirits talking about the other company, but I just have to say it before I forget. You know what sucks the most about the WWE news? Remember when we were talking about all the good, uh, the goodwill they had with Triple H? Gone in one night. Look, hey. Yep. SmackDown's going to be the real test. Uh, sure. Because, I mean, what? Well, I mean, I haven't said that. Dave is, I, I'll be curious to see what the show's like. Dave yeah, said on, uh, on Observer Radio that, like, it's, he might not be. Mm-hmm. I think it's in Portland. He said he might not be at Portland, but even if he isn't, he might be. He might be even worse. He'll be booking from afar and changing things. Yeah, like over the phone. Yep. But he is the guy in charge now. Mm. He is running the company again. God, uh, we've got to misuse the name here. Please let our please let our moderators know who you are. Please. They said, "Hey guys, I went to Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. It was my first IRL wrestling show, and I got to watch Katsuyori Shibata wrestle. Insane that. Have you guys seen it? What do you think? If you have, I know WrestleMania weekend is one of your busiest. No, I haven't seen it. I'm oh, so sorry. I, I, I watched it on um, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Was it Saturday? I've forgotten what days it was. I said to someone on Monday, "How's your Sunday going?" And they were like, "That was yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did see it and it was rad like Ollie asked me it was like the yeah, Shabbat match specifically yeah, Shabbat match specifically yeah. and he was like what was Shabbat like and I was like mm. like nothing 
Like oh. nothing's changed. Oh, it was like it was Shibata. Yeah, and he's per- so cool. and, and he's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Charles Burke says, "I've sent this message in a way that Luke won't be able to understand it." Pete, I feel what is happening isn't just a case of WrestleMania. Pete, I think you found yourself in a reboot. Stay calm, stay calm. I'm sorry, Pete, but you can't trust anyone. Interesting. Mm. Yorkmaster53 said, don't really have any topic on questions. My electric bill's been minus 91 for the last two months. I don't know why, but here's some money. Any tips for my GM? Charity promos. Charity promos. I did see some people being like, we should have a memoriam on charity promos because it's an easy way to just get fans. But yeah. yes, that's the game mechanics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, charity promos. Local talents uh, progress mm. really quickly. They sure do. Um, so I would certainly look at some of those. They're also dirt cheap to get. Uh, plan ahead mm-hmm. think about your next pay-per-view cycle yes don't give yourself a seven minute time limit no that that'd be a big one yeah don't do that yeah. think about stuff uh alex lazardo said first time omega chatter been hey. watching since before luke was a thing that's right luke didn't exist before wrestle talk uh so luke are you going to be ready for your five course meal you're cooking for denise if she goes to the big show look i promised Denise i would cook denise a five course meal if she mm-hmm. ever came to london yep um but that was when i lived in london and I don't live in London anymore. That's true. And I don't think Denise is going to come out to, to Kent. Well, then you better find a kitchen somewhere in London. Yeah, I could always cook around your house, I suppose. Um, I didn't say that. Well, that's what you offered, Pete. That's, that's what, not, I, that's I, what I, I said. Pretty, no, you did, mm. Pete. You said you better find a kitchen. Uh, well, technic- and, and I've just found one. Te- technically, on the address, it says uh, Essex. So <laughs> it's technically London, but Essex. It's closer than I am. But. Yeah. Um, Ashvinash Anathan. Sorry for butchering your names, but I meant back four. Three months in a row. Uh, all right, love you, Swaff Nation. To Queen, Mod Mother, and Mods, love you all. Shout out to Workhorse Wrestling Network, fans of y'all, and Hector Rodriguez for this. There you go. Amazing. Uh, Jose S said, uh, would you have Hobbs versus Miro or Miro versus Cassidy? Also, love Monday Night War. Would you add more people in the game with you? You never know what the future holds. Never know. Um, can I have both? Yeah. Hobbs versus Miro versus Cassidy. <gasps> now you're talking. Triple threat. That sounds Why not? Great, great idea. Uh, we have some new Memberg's. We have Juan Perez, who's gifted one Membergship. Dante Kennedy has also become a Memberg. Thank you very much. Let me just refresh, see if there's anything else. There isn't. Let's check the poll results, oh, please. Oh, man. This is a landslide episode in terms of I think of I may feedback. be off with four out of five. 93% thumbs up, 4% mid, 1% thumbs down. Hot damn. What a show. Yeah, with nearly 1,000 people voting there, mm. so... Man, what a show. What a show it was. Thank you all so much for joining us here. Please, if this is your first time, press the subscribe button. Give us a little thumbs up as well and leave your comments down below. Help us in that algorithm. Uh, Tomorrow is a big day here, uh, at least for me personally, um, because I'm launching a brand new channel. We are launching a brand new channel, which is going to be video essays about video game movie adaptations. A video is going up tomorrow about the draft of super mario brothers from 1992 that did not get made that was much closer to the spirit of the game actually was just the game but put up on the big screen so it's complete 180 from what the actual 1993 movie ends up being so we go into that in a lot of detail we're really excited about it and i'd really appreciate it if you want uh, you know every single person who's watching this go over and watch that What's the channel called, Luke? It's called Cutscene. Uh, I'll put a link in the video description down below so you can go over there and press the subscribe button. Enable notifications so you know when that video goes out. And until then, I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Chopper Pete Quinnell, your Jam That Champion. Jam That Jam.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.